Welcome, welcome, welcome to broadcast number five. This is Kickstarter Radio 102.4. I'm the host, Lipstick Paddy, and what a week this has been on Kickstarter. Oh my goodness me. Um, well, let me just tell you, today, on today's agenda, the music's going to be focused on Christmas stuff, Christmas music. Hopefully there's going to be some new songs you'll have not heard of here. Also, we're going to be talking about some amazing games this week, which are unique in their own right. We have Adventures and Academia First Class. This is a great um, £30 pledge for a set of minis and a, a, basically a role play, tabletop role-playing adventure gateway. So it's great for bringing new people into role-playing. And you can take all those heroes into a D&D. That's very, very cool to see. We also looked at Mind Bug. This is coming from Richard Garfield and some other designers. But it's a distilled game of all two-player dueling card games. And this it looks to be a fantastic um, holiday game, or one you can take to work, which looks like the series, new IP which could have new cards coming forward. We'll be talking about that too. That's Mind Bug First Contact. We got a monster IP coming out, which is Borderlands, which is Mr. Torx's... Um, it's got such a strange title. Uh, Mr. Tong's Arena of Badassery is the title of it. Anyway, we're looking at that one. Big IP game. Bit of mystery around that Kickstarter, but we'll try and unfold it when I talk about it um, as well. And the hugely ambitious mega campaign story game, Harakiri Blades of Honor. That is going to be an interesting one to talk about, which could be an insta... Is it insta-backable, this game? Well, we'll see, because that one is the first game I've covered this year, which is shipping in 2023. So it's early doors for Harakari. Anyway, we'll be talking about all these three great Kickstarters in one way or another. They're all backable. Um, from my perspective, they are, totally. But um, which ones will curry favour with you? You'll have to decide that yourself. Now, I'll be coming back after this musical interlude to talk about Adventures and Academia First Class. But first, this is a bit of a short one as a good introduction song. It's composed by Avia, the AI virtual artist, which means this song was created by artificial intelligence. So this is not done by a human and it's beautiful. She has captured a Christmas song here it's called Winter Fairy Tale and if you've got a Christmas list of songs this should be your song number zero because it introduces all the Christmas songs wonderfully so here it is Avia Winter Fairy Tale
Oh, I love that song. Avia su really surprises me. She surprised me all this year, and I think in the new year I'm going to have to do a special just on my favourite Avia songs because she is one incredible AI just producing music. And uh, How do you feel about that music being created by an AI? Isn't it curious indeed? Now then, let's talk about Adventures in Academia First Class. Well, all the heroes, they're fresh out of college you get a, a 13 miniatures here that are all look beautiful and um there's a one-shot adventure here and um that levels you up in the dungeons and dragons 5e world one to three so early beginnings you the one-shot adventures maybe a three i want to say a three hour campaign but um it's coming out at 30 pounds it's a low pledge reason is the one-shot adventure is a pdf and um, however what you are getting here is the minis and you're getting folders for each of the characters because they're pre-built constructed characters to play with in Dungeons and Dragons. You've also, they're also giving you some that you can create your own characters in as well but these minis look like none other in any D&D campaign and um, it will be fascinating because you're taking these on this journey when they finish school and as heroes and once they've done this, you can put them to any D&D thing out there, like a really difficult dungeon. You can put these kids through, put them through their paces. So it really is an interesting um, campaign. And I think if you've got any teenagers in your family, this could be an amazing gateway RPG to get them to fall in love with a character that they can really um, identify with because they're kind of school kids. Miniature-wise, looking fantastic as well. Love everything about this little Kickstarter. It really is shining back me, back me, back me for me. And it is an RPG gateway. It really is good. And I think it's going to be fascinating to take these out on adventures. And if you watch my playthrough, playthrough, my long form video, not playthrough, of the Kickstarter, um, our editor has suggested a wonderful um, book that you might want to use as your first book to put these through which is like a one shot adventures so two hours to three hours every night like a episodic thing really good i highly suggest you watch our video on that um but yeah it's kind of a small kickstarter but super unique and fresh we don't really cover rpgs on the station but it's a gateway rpg and it can bring in people that aren't known in that genre to actually work in it so yeah Super, super highlighting that for you peeps and hopefully you enjoy that content and think about at least giving it a $1 pledge and seeing where it goes. All right, Adventures in Academia First Class looking stupendous. And with a low pledge of £30, it's definitely one to put on your radar. All right, we'll be talking about um, Mind Bug First Contact after this next song. And this song comes from a YouTuber called Peter Hollins. He's a little bit of a comical singer and he does lots of sound effects with his boys. And he does like loads of different takes of him doing it. So he like plays music with his, his mouth basically. But he's an interesting character. But he made a song called The December Song. It's a bit of a mashup of some hymns in the Catholic Church. Obviously Silent Night and Oh Holy Night is in it, I think. It is really, really good. It features Chad Lawson to help too. 
It's called the December Song. It just has that magic and sparkle that I think makes a good Christmas song. And if you've not heard this, it's an absolute classic, modern classic from a YouTuber. And I think when he sang this song, because it's so, you know, it's serious, I really think it came, it really touched his soul when he brought this song to the, you can hear it in his singing, how wonderful, and he, he's singing from his soul here, peeps, but it, for Christmas, so it's a really special song. So Peter Hollins, December song.
What a great song that is. Now then, peeps, Mind Bug First Contact. This is a little card game. Deck of cards, basically. Super, super small. And um, it's looking really cool. You've got a set of aliens, and it basically, it's a distilled game from two-player dueling card games. So you've got um, stealing cards from your, from your opponent, bluffing, strategy, no luck involved. Um, cards with special powers. Um, rock, paper, scissors going on. Really cool stuff. And it's like the start of an IP. And this potentially could bring out more packs in the future. So that's something for me that I think is really genuinely fantastic with Mindbug. And it's why I've highlighted this because it looks like... You've got all that amazing feeling you get from a two-player card game like uh, Magic the Gathering with, without having to put all that money out and, and build your own deck and stuff like that. So it's a great... I don't, I don't want to say gateway again, but it's, it's a great filler anyway. And due to its box size, you can take it on holiday and you can take it to work and you can play it in 15 minutes. So it's super quick. You play two games of this in half an hour. Awesome sauce. And the Kickstarter has unlocked four-player mode, which is delicious. So this actually goes beyond the two-player dueling card game genre and is putting it in couple versus couple, which is very exciting for a card game. Mind Bug. We're talking about a couple versus couple combat game here now. Oh yeah, with all this distilled goodness, and I think distilled games is an actual subgenre that is amazing. And one other distilled game I have on my shelf, Blitzkrieg with a question with an exclamation mark. Fantastic World War II game in 10 minutes, I think it is on the box. Is it 10 or 15 minutes? Whatever it is, super super good. And with this card game, it's also a 10 to 15 minute game. Distilled games, you see. The one not to miss. Absolutely fantastic. Now, if you know anything about me on the channel, I do live in Mexico because I'm married to a Mexican. Woohoo! Been here six and a half years. And is there a Mexican song? Um, that's Christmassy. There is a famous one. Um, Matteo Brancilioni. Sounds Italian. He's Mexican. He went to the United States, I think in the 50s, and he played this song, and it was just loved by everybody, and it actually made him famous back in the day as a Christmas song. So it's called Feliz Navidad, which is Spanish for Happy Christmas? Yeah, Happy Christmas. <laughs> it's kind of a charming song, and the fact that it's 70, 70 years old and still fresh today um, it just shows you how great it really is and yeah this really put him on the map in the US so yeah Feliz Navidad Matteo Brancelloni Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad I wanna 
wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad, feliz Navidad, feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Navi Dad. Didn't talk about the song then, did I? <laughs> I love that song. Anyway, we're talking about this silly titled Borderlands game, which is Borderlands Mr. Talk's Arena of Bad Assery. Now, is it Total Claptrap? If you know the IP, Claptrap is a character in the game, a little robot that runs around, but it also means Claptrap meaning rubbish. Is the game rubbish or is it heading for New Haven, which is like a city in the IP? Just playing with the IP though, if you know it at all. What it is, it's a skirmish game. A skirmish game, but it does have campaigns. It has side missions and scenarios where you're fighting bosses. There's epic loot and uh, leveling up your character. There's such 
unknown things with the game, which makes it a rather curious Kickstarter. And I'm going to have to cover it mid-campaign as it starts revealing juicy details, because at the minute, it's, um, I can't really recommend it. It's a tentative back at the minute, but it has so much potential. just needs to tell us what it's all about. So, yeah, this is looking very, very curious. This was actually my longest video this week to try and explain things because there's so much confusion in the comments and uh, they were kind of blown away by the success because it raised so much money in the first day and so many people asking questions because the Kickstarter just weren't ready to answer these things on day one. So um, does it need a relaunch? I, no, it doesn't need a relaunch. It needs to do more updates and tell us loads of things what it needs. But um, looks fascinating and I really hope it is going to New Haven, not heading to the junkyard. Um, it is unlocking lots of alternate sculpts for the characters, which is phenomenal that we're getting individual sculpts. It looks like we're getting individual sculpts for everything. We're getting a lot of the heroes from the video games because there was Borderlands, Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. So they are unlocking heroes, which is really, really good. They're also unlocking bosses and unlocking side missions for bosses because part of the game you love taking down the bosses right so it's basically a skirmish when you do the skirmish you've got a boss to kill at the end of it um they have started unlocking some interesting furniture that's going into the skirmish so hopefully there's going to be more strategy with the tiles and of course the tiles that they're showing they're so work in progress and they will totally be updated totally be updated and i think this kickstarter is going to evolve into something amazing by the end of it that's my hope i'm going to have to update you on this game because it's in flux at the minute and it looks like it's going in with a lot of hidden material which it will pour out as we run up to christmas but yeah borderlands mr talks arena of badassery definitely keep it on your watch list and i'll keep you posted here on the channel Oh, there's so much loot and weapons and stuff. It really is. A, it's got so much promise. It's got so much promise, peeps. Now, what we're going to be playing... We're going to make it a little bit modern. It's called Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. It's a bloody classic, this one. And um, if there's any that you've heard of, this will be one.
feels like it's really recent that song, but it's not, is it? It's an old, it's an oldie, oldie, not modern oldie. <laughs> anyway, peeps, what we're we looking at next? We are looking at the most, let's say, uh, oh, this could be the biggest game of the year for ballsiness. Harry Carey Blades of Honor. This is a hugely ambitious project. It's basically come on Kickstarter as a prototype. It's hoping to have a huge campaign, Axe 1 and Axe 2. It also has an expansion box with an act for a single player, which looks fascinating. And it has raid scenarios for four players. Looks really, really good. It's, you're in feudal Japan, you are like a Ghostbuster, and you are exercising all of the demons across Japan. And as you're going through the campaign, the actual world map's going to evolve. Slight controversy in YouTubers for, um, with the prototype, which can be expected, prototypes are prototypes. And in the updates, the updates are fantastic, they show you all the concept art, they show you all the plans and all the changes it's going through they've addressed all the concerns of the youtubers and um, so all the negativity that was coming from youtubers they are on top of that basically so that's good to see it's still malleable at this stage of its development because it's going to be 18 months before it's ready right so this is a 2023 game but i love the art style i love the world design that they're doing and um some of the problems were like, oh, the story's flat. Well, the story in the prototype wasn't even part of the campaign. It was just something they threw together. So the campaign, hopefully, will have a really good writing across its campaign with lots of branching storylines to add a bit of replayability. And all the enemies have good AI, and there's a lot of bosses. A lot of these demons obviously have a unique AI. So it really does look like you are an exorcist going out there exercising all these demons. It does look very 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 cool of course you can one dollar pledge this and ride it through the 18 months to see how this game develops but for me i love chucking in the pledge for these huge ambitious titles and um just to you know get that stretch goal up there because i think it's going to be incredible this game especially the fact that they are listening to all the things people are saying and really want this to be the best game that is a campaign in that kind of feudal Japan. It looks fantastic. And cherry on the cake, they have started doing daily unlocks. And the first daily unlock, massive unlock, Nyx from Madara. Are you kidding me? Um, it's like every big massive Kickstarter I pledge, they've got a crossover with Madara with Nyx. It's lovely. And Nyx in the world could potentially could come over and you can play her. Or she's going to go against you and she becomes an enemy. That's the plan for her in Harikari. So might see more crossovers um, coming out. But this is another Kickstarter, which I'm going to have to prob probably do a mid-campaign. Or at least a... It already is at the mid-campaign, Harikari. So I might have to do another video for its last 48 hours once all the content's been unlocked. But been blown away by its just stupendous, um, I don't know, ambition. And there's one heck of a team on it. Like, I'm 
it's like 30 people working on this game. It's a huge amount of people working on a Kickstarter. Last time I saw a team that big was the game, where is it? Sea of Legends, which the Sea of Legends team are still working on the app to fix that bloody game. And they are bringing out an expansion, so um, they've delayed the expansion so they can finish the app, actually. So when you get these giant teams, they do continue development after the game comes out and hopefully continue the storyline. Because if they're doing an Act 1 and Act 2, and it's, it, it is a roaring success, the Kickstarter, it makes sense once they've finished and got it out the door that they do a second Kickstarter with an Act 3, maybe Act 3 and 4, and let people who missed it the first time pick up the first two acts again. It's like a, a business plan that we're seeing on Kickstarter, but Harry, especially with these big, massive teams, like this, they love, they love the project they're working on, right? So anyway, Harry Carrick, Blades of Honor, absolutely fantastic. And if you watch that, um, watch my video on that, I actually got some licensed Japanese music to go with that and it had a copyright claim on it but um, I've just let it go through it's not like I'm earning any money on my bloody videos anyway so if there's an advert on Harry Kari that's the reason it's got a copyright claim and they'll put an advert on anything that has anything on it like that so <laughs> That's how it is on YouTube. Sometimes you've got to, you know. Da -da -da -da. Right. Um, I'm going to come back after this last. Not last song. I'm going to come back after this song and I'm going to talk about the Wheel of Time TV series and the Star Trek series um, as I've been watching them and I think they're going really, really well. It's a good time for TV, peeps. And. Um, yeah, so the song I've got coming up now is one from England from East 17. It's called Stay Another Day, and it just has those bells of Christmas ringing, which makes it like a classic for me. I really love this song. Oh, um, Yeah, it's a little bit cheesy, I guess, from my past, but I hope you enjoy it. It's a boy band, East 17, and um, yeah. I just love the bells, that's why I like this song, but it's good, a good track, good, good lyrics and all that good stuff. I'll be back soon talking about TV, so E17, please take it away. You say you love me 
was gonna be here to stay I've only just begun to know you All I can say is won't you stay just one more day To go away Don't think I could take the pain Won't you stay another day Oh, don't leave me alone like this Don't you say it's the final case Won't you stay another day Touch your face while you are sleeping And hold your hand Don't understand what's going on Good times we had Return to home me Though it's for you All that I do seems to be wrong That's so good. That's so, that's so good. Anyway, let's let's rock on TV. Let's talk about Star Trek first, and let's get the uh, save the best last. Star Trek Episode Three starting to really go somewhere, isn't it? Now, um, the Michael character, I thought she looked a little bit different. The first two episodes, almost overweight, but she's growing on me again very quickly with Episode Three. She's a fantastic character. Love it. Good to see her mum coming back as well, and. Um, what happened in the story it was really really cool and the woke boyfriend homosexual teenager thingy has finally come to at the end of that little story where um the little ghost has a body so he's going to be on the ship and what 
what's he going to be doing? He's, he's going to be the cleaner of the ship because at the minute he's not even Star Trek trained, is he? But then again, Booker's on the ship. He's not Star Trek trained, is he? So, um, yeah, well, I've never known a Star Trek to have random people on it. But <laughs> Although he, the ghost guy, he does have the um, memory of someone who used to work in Enterprise. So potentially he could be a scientist. Get the scientist's memory? I've no idea how it worked. Did he pass his memory off to his boyfriend? So complex, that little character's wheel. But anyway, it's going to be a new era in the young teenage homosexual couple on it. So we'll see where that goes. Um, that means there's two homosexual couples on the ship. Double. Double whammy. <laughs> um... What happened to the lesbian engineer? The, um... She surely... Well, she's missing from this series. She was in, she was in series two and she's not into series three. She, she was brilliant. She was brilliant. Where is she? Hopefully we'll get to see her coming on in the season. Hopefully we've not lost her. She was really good. Pushing the LGBTQ plus the program, of course. But, um... Anyway, it's fairly interesting, I guess. But, um, yeah, looking forward to episode four. And maybe what Michael did in episode three is going to be impactful on whatever this thing is that's happening. I'm trying to keep this as spoiler-free as possible, peeps. But if you've not seen Star Trek Discovery, it's an amazing story of this character, Michael, that starts off... Basically, she's a... A number one on the ship and she does something terrible which relegates her down to be the tea lady and then she gets put into prison but then you get to see her come from the bottom and work her way up to become captain in season four it's like an epic journey of goodness really 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 good and it is um, putting a few informations in the lore about Picard series on Amazon um, so that's really good to kind of highlight Picard. I like that so much. And I'm looking forward to Picard season two. When's that coming out? Amazon, Oz, you talking about at the minute is Wheel of Time. Well, on that segue, Wheel of Time, episode five, peeps, we get to see the White Tower. Man, the city around it was really good. I, I love the fact that Perrin now seems to be getting his wolf eyes i love how they've done that he still has no idea what's happening to him um if you've not read the books it's a fascinating story what happens with all of them and uh, certainly matt's character is very very special too matt's character ran's character perrin's character egwin's character nanive's character all five of them have incredible incredible stories and it's like the creator didn't know which one they were going to make the dragon reborn and you just blew this big bubble and it's affected all five of them even the horse bella that um you'll see from the two rivers so they all have a unique properties there is the show is really being kind of mysterious and giving you little hints who might be the dragon reborn and you is it him is it her is it him is it her which one is it there's like this little confusion going round, and um that's fun to see because my wife hasn't read the book series and um, 
she keeps poking me. Who is it? Who is it? And I'm not, I can't spoil the story, you know. And it'll, it, we'll find out by the end of the series before Christmas anyway, because it gets, it will be unveiled soon, if, if not next week, the week after, I think. So, yes, but it is going to be an epic if it's following the 13 books and season two's in production now. So, good, good, good. I really hope they struggle with some books um, editing it into eight episodes because I think some of them deserve more as some, uh, you know, there's lots of stuff going on. But we did get to see Lual, the big ogre, who's a real funny character. Um, we saw him, that was good to see. And um, yeah, it was, I think out of the five episodes so far, this was the slowest one. It was a nice kind of breather because the speed was going fairly fast. And um, yeah, it was really, really cool. I'm looking forward to the next one. It can't be like a roller coaster speed, speed, speed all the time though, can it? With time and um, yeah, it adds a little bit more mystery about what's happening in the, in the White Tower and the, the politics that's happening there and all that stuff. And it, it's leaning more into the information of the colors of the mages. And if you don't know anything about that, um, the book is only really hinting at the red are out there, they hate men. They're trying to kill men casters because they go crazy. Greens are the healers. Yellow are the archivist researchers and blue are the ones that like companionship and have a warden that can pretty much marry them, don't they? Anyway, that was really, really cool. Love to see these two programs on. It's just amazing, isn't it? Um, Anyway, peace. we're coming to the end of the show. I'm going to leave you with another good Christmas song. And next week's show on broadcast, um, I'm also going to do more Christmas songs too. We'll keep this Christmas theme going in December. Why not? But um, this song we're looking at to last, I'm going to leave you with, is called Christmas Snow. It's a little bit of a jazzy song, as I'm a big fan of jazz. And it's, called, it's from Papik and Eli Bruner. This is a wonderful song, and it's one you can get up and dance to, I guess. It's got a really cool feel to it. Anyway, that's the end of Broadcast 5, peeps. Thank you so much for listening. Please check out our, our, our Kickstarter channel if you're listening to the podcast. And if you're on YouTube, you should go to our podcast to get all these amazing songs that you may never have heard of. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I've been your host, Lipstick Patty. This is Kickstarter Radio 102.4 with the broadcast Sunday Kickstarter show. You take care and bye-bye from me. Uh, so, yeah, here it is, Christmas Snow from Papik and Eli Bruno. There's an amazing scene White flakes are falling While they cover the trees Christmas snow glistens down from the sky Makes no sound, I'm charmed by the silence
master as it builds on the ground. Christmas snow lays on my open hands. Wood soft and bright, humantle on the land. Christmas snow. Christmas snow. Christmas snow.